Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are my intuitive readings of the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising sign in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Libra season, September 22nd through October 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising sign. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcripts are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Libra season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released after Mercury Stations Direct in mid-October. Pre-order now and receive a $25 discount through the end of Libra season. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Virgo, welcome to your Libra season horoscope. Libra season begins on September 22nd, 2021. And my horoscope is actually going to begin a couple of days before that on the full moon in Pisces, your opposite sign that took place on September 20th, the last couple days of Virgo season. If you pay attention to the moon, think back to that full moon. If you keep a calendar of any kind or uh, track timing, um, check in what was happening for you around that full moon. On the day of the full moon, there were a couple of planetary aspects that set the stage for Libra season and continue to be really um, kind of uh, focal points uh, over the course of Libra season, the entirety of it, all 30 days. So what I'm feeling for you is that on the full moon um, or around that time, September 20th, there is a new kind of energetic experience opening up for you in the realm of relationships. 
Um, this could have something to do with a particular specific relationship and could have something to do in general with you being a relational person and thinking about what relationships mean to you. I want to say that the energy that gets opened up for many people could have felt overwhelming, confusing, deeply tiring, or like there's just a lot to process. And some folks may have also really gotten some intuitive hits, some big inspiration, or there may have been a very profound connection that was happening around that time. Regardless of preference, pleasure or displeasure around the energy of the full moon, what comes out of that feels like a necessary recalibration of uh, some, some very important points of awareness for you that have to do with values. Your values, what do you value? And how do you value, first of all, yourself, your body, your life, uh, your energy? Self-esteem is not easy, and many of us struggle with it, especially people who have strong Virgo placements can um, really have to work through some baggage around self-esteem. And so it feels like what this full moon is opening for you is a need to look at how you honor yourself and how you care for yourself and also what you value about yourself. Now, I don't know about you, um, but I do have some strong Virgo placements. I'm not a Virgo center rising, um, but I have some personal planets in Virgo and I can really get caught up in valuing myself for what I can do, um, especially what I can do for other people. And so this theme around Virgo being useful, right, and like having a desire to be useful, um, maybe in certain ways or just in general, I think is pretty accurate for a lot of folks who are working with Virgo energy. And it feels like there is a necessary reframing that needs to happen that takes you out of action and into energy right now. And so the first thing that I would say is, what do you most value about yourself? Um, if the things that come up for you have to do with what you can do and uh, some level of like ability or competency uh, in terms of what you can do, or if uh, alternately you experience low self-esteem because you feel like you can't do what you want to do, whether that's for other people or just in the world, um, then I would say that that is a major theme to meditate with over the course of Libra season. Because you are really needing to, like I said, recalibrate, rebalance um, your orientation around value. And it feels like you're trying to parse out uh, something between what is uh, more inherent and innate within your being and what is your action, like you're doing. And action and doing are unsustainable all the time. Like we can't always be in states of action and what we are able to do will change throughout our lives um, depending on circumstances and all kinds of things. And so if we're going to value ourselves based on things that are ephemeral, then we're fucked. And <laughs> we have to learn to value ourselves uh, because of our 
an innate value. As a being in a body, in this human body spacesuit, you are an energetic, spiritual phenomena. And what you bring into the world uh, is beyond a dollar amount value. It is absolutely invaluable in the sense that it is necessary. And the unique vibration that you bring into your life and into your relationships will never be matched um, by anyone else because nobody else is you. No one else has your perspective. And there is a desire I'm feeling like in your chart to contribute to your wellness. Um, and I'm saying wellness uh, with as much uh, open space around it as possible. So this includes the state of your body, your mind, your emotions, your psychic and kind of intuitive function. I'm also holding space for the times that we're in where there is so much that is unwell in this world. And so for those of us that are cells, single cells within this organism, we are alive in this time, in these bodies, in this world. Um, what, what does it mean to be well in a world that is so profoundly unwell? So I'm, I'm offering wellness with a broad space around it. Um, play with that meaning as you will. But it feels like your personal wellness and the wellness that you can bring into the world through your being, through your energy, um, is exponentially increased when you take the time to tune in with um, what is innate within you and the incredible value that 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 energy is, that that being, your being, is. So we have this full moon and it feels like something gets opened in the realm of relationship. And this requires you to look at your values. Are you being met in the ways that you want to be met? Are you being cared for in the ways that you need to be cared for? Are you valuing what you really want to value in relationships? Um, we can have very superficial values, right? Like I can value being in a relationship with that person because they look hot, um, but then they treat me like poop. Uh, that's not a great value system, right? I might want to readjust my value system and start to place more value on relationships that treat me well and less value on something that is temporary and superficial like somebody's appearance. Whatever is going on for you at the beginning of Libra season, it feels like you need to weigh it and you need to re-examine. Mercury retrograde uh, begins or it stations retrograde on the 26th of September, but Mercury has been in its shadow phase since September 7th. The retro shade or the retrograde shadow is when Mercury moves direct over the same degree range that it will retrograde back over. And so all of September, um, I think that you have been weighing something. You've been trying to sort something out. Now, for plenty of you, the, the value that I'm speaking to, whether it's your value or the values that you're holding um, in the world and for others or with others, uh, might really manifest when it comes to actual material resources and maybe money. 
Um, so I do want to bring that in that this Mercury retrograde is occurring in the part of your chart that means resources and what you have and what you own and what you want and what you need. And underneath all of that, all those concepts, um, we find value, we find receptivity, we find your uh, awareness that you are valuable, that you have something of value, that you can create value in your life, that you can attract what you want and you need. So as we move into Libra season, it feels like there's some kind of tension here. And some of you might be working really hard to develop this and you're like, I am making some money, I'm figuring out my jobs, I am making this happen for myself. Some of you are experiencing something uh, quite different from that. And you're going, how the hell do I make this happen for myself? And where is my value? Mercury will station uh, retrograde on September 26th. And then we'll have a couple of days when these questions really get amplified, when there's uh, a potentially a fair amount of provocation or trigger around these kinds of questions. Um, situations may come up that are relational, um, conversational exchanges that uh, are either asking you to look at things differently or they're poking at stuff that feels like you really need to look at it differently, whether or not you wanted to, um, but stuff feels like it's getting stirred up. And then on the 6th of October, there's a new moon and the new moon coincides with several planetary aspects and um, some outer planets stationing direct in the next couple of days. And it really gives the feeling of a new chapter starting. And for you, this new chapter is in this place of value. And so if you want to research it, it's called your second house. And the second house is the place where you sustain yourself. And in order for you to sustain yourself, you have to believe that you are worth sustaining. You have to believe that you have a right to exist and take up space and have needs and desires. As a psychological astrologer and a person who's really interested in like inner growth and kind of like deeper meaning, I trend more towards this kind of exploration than being like, and now you want to look at your budget. But also, now you might want to look at your budget. Mercury retrograde would be a great time to look at your relationship with money and possessions and consumption because these are also themes in this part of your chart. And a lot of us relate with money and possessions and consumption uh, in ways that are severely influenced by our um, value systems and also by the ways we value ourselves. And you know it because if you haven't experienced this directly, you've certainly seen it in the world. When people feel really insecure, um, they can consume uh, very unconsciously or they can restrict consumption in kind of a destructive way, right? So if, if there is a feeling of not being lovable, not being worthy, not having a right to take up space, um, sometimes what happens is that people get like really narcissistic you know, and then it's like, let me fill my life with all of this superficial shit to make me feel like it's okay. I'm going to buy all these clothes. I'm going to put on all this makeup so that then I can feel like somehow I match somebody's picture of what's valuable in the world. Or, you know, like I don't have any value at all. I don't deserve anything. I'm never going to make any money like this kind of stuff. It's like 
the way that we relate to self-esteem has so much to do with then how we're going to relate to resources. And the early experiences that we had in our lives around resources, around scarcity or availability, and that could include for sure money and food and basic needs, but it can also include attention from caregivers and love and validation. It's like, did you get what you needed? A lot of people did not. And are there some deep wounds in there that are um, now patterns of self-abandonment? To me, that's what this Mercury retrograde is speaking to. And so the new moon feels like it is bringing an opportunity to press a major reset button and for you to get really clear that, first of all, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You are valuable. Your heart is a beautiful heart. Your spirit is a brilliant spirit. And you are a unique being. And somewhere over the course of your life, you may have been taught a million times over that you needed to do X, Y, and Z to be lovable, to be good enough, to whatever. Throw it all out the window, my love. Like, how can you really hold yourself right now and and cultivate this feeling of you are worthy, you are valuable, you deserve to have your needs met. You deserve pleasure. Having your needs met and feeling pleasure isn't always available. That's the fact and the truth of life. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And as we become adults, it's like we want to be, you know, mature and like be able to roll with the punches and go with the flow and all of that and not feel really reactive and pathological around getting our needs met. And definitely this new moon feels like it is bringing insights to you and an invitation for you to look at how you may have been trying to get your needs met in ways that are indirect, that are not actually empowered. Um, someone was talking to me recently about transactional um, interactions or transactional relationships because I was sharing with them an, an experience that I had had where I won't get into the very personal details, but I was um, basically like uh, being of service <laughs> um, in, the, in one of the ways I can be of service to someone because it was helping me feel close with them. And that's the thing that I wanted. I wanted to feel close. I wanted to feel wanted and needed. And then I was performing the service and they were wanting the service from me and they weren't, of course it was coming through me. So they wanted to be close to me so they could get that service, but they weren't actually wanting closeness in that moment. They weren't actually wanting connection with me. They were wanting access to this thing that I could provide. And then, and that's all fine, right? Like that's all fine and good. But afterwards, I felt really upset. Like I felt really tired. I felt kind of used. I felt confused. And uh, when I was having this conversation, the person I was talking to was like, well, that, you know, that's a case of not being clear about the transaction and the relationship. And uh, they were kind of pointing out to me that I was giving so that I could get something, but the giving and the getting weren't aligning. Like I wasn't really clear in what it was that I was trying to get. And so I was giving this other thing, which is a strategy for me. Hello, I've got Virgo placements too. Um, and then it was leaving me feeling like very unsatisfied. How about you? 
have you been having experiences like this at some point in your life? Does this resonate for you in any way? Um, are you learning something about this part of your nature right now that gives in certain ways with the hopes that you'll get something, but you actually haven't been very clear with yourself or with others about what it is that you need, what it is that you want? My sense is that this is an, a place of active repatterning for you right now, is to orient yourself differently and with more self-empowerment, with more self-awareness, so that you can locate clearly what it is that you want and need, and you can articulate it clearly and with simplicity and not too much emotional um, you know, baggage. Um, and, and then you can engage in a kind of like mm, reasonable exchange, you know? And of course, when we're trying to get stuff from people, and I started this uh, horoscope talking about something that's coming in with your relationships, and especially in partnerships and love relationships and with family, it can be really hard to say what it is that we actually want and need. And it can also be so incredibly healing. And I feel like there's some healing that wants to happen for you right now, some healing that can happen when you really get to the core of what it is that you want to give and what it is that you want to get, what the exchange is that you're looking for, and that you can be transparent and just kind of honest about it. You don't need to elaborate, you don't need to psychoanalyze, you don't need to apologize, and you certainly don't need to rush ahead of yourself to offer to give whatever it is to that person just in order so you could get the thing that you want. <sighs> that Virgo pattern, right, of I'm going to work like a thousand times harder <laughs> than I need to to get the thing that I actually want because I'm not willing to admit that I have a want or a need. Hmm, don't know if you resonate with that. Um, <laughs> I may be speaking to my own internal Virgo, but take what works, right? Take what's useful for you. All right, so we've got this new moon and then all of these planetary aspects and a number of the outer planets stationing direct and the rest of Libra season, basically from the new moon to the full moon on the 20th of October and then beyond into Scorpio season um, brings lots of opportunities for repatterning. And it feels like you get forward momentum on projects that you may have been working on that are work-related, that might be resource or finance related. It feels like something gets clarified for you in terms of self-care and what you need in order to feel as well or healthy as possible in this time, depending on the circumstances that you are facing. Um, it feels like there is potentially family support or support from community or close in, um, you know, like your crew, like people who you, who you know really well. You're really good friends, um, chosen family, etc., um, there, there are people who want to support you. There, there is love available for you. And the, the conduit, the pathway for that love and support to flow into you is opened with your honesty and with your transparency and with you getting really clear about what it is that you want and need. On October 18th, Mercury will station direct. And from that point forward, um, it's, it feels like you are, 
are getting clear about what it is that you want and need. For those of you who are working with finance or resource-related issues, um, definitely give yourself this whole time to work it out, especially because this Mercury retrograde is taking place in your money house. This is a time to go slow with um, big purchases or investments or things like that, if that's even on the table for you, if you're trying to figure out how to make money and how to support yourself in, in this time, then during the Mercury retrograde, it might be a point of preoccupation or focus. And then after October 18th, you might have some new ideas about moving forward. I do want to um, suggest that everybody gives themselves and one another until the first week of November to get out of the shadow phase. Um, and in, in that period of time, it's like, I think that there's more clarity around the direction that we want to be moving or the things that we need to be doing or for, you know, in your case, like your wants and your needs, but there, that, that direction is still getting clarified. And there are still pieces of information that are coming in. And I think that after uh, Mercury finishes its shadow by the beginning of November, um, first of all, then Mercury is moving into your communication house. Um, but it feels like you've really worked through some kind of process and then you're ready to talk about it. You're ready to share. You're ready to make the actions, the investments, the purchases uh, etc. Now I know that sometimes you can't wait and things are absolutely urgent and that is not um, negotiable. And so in that case, uh, again, especially if you're working um, with resources, with finances, or with really important kinds of exchanges that you're having with people, with communications, um, try and give yourself as much flexibility and wiggle room as possible. So, you know, if you're buying an airline ticket. I don't know who's flying these days, but if you are, like you might pay the extra money so you can change your ticket just in case. Um, things like that. It's like give yourself some wiggle room and be flexible and be adaptable with yourself and with other people's. Allow things to form and reform as they need to and do not push things forward if they're not ready. Do not try and force anything if it's not ready. A couple of days after Mercury stations direct, there is a full moon in Aries and Aries is a very powerful part of your chart and it has a lot to do with intimacy and vulnerability and the space of honesty and exchange with other people. This is where the people who are closest to you uh, might have access. You know, when you're really close with someone, they might see these parts of you and in context of everything that I've been talking about, it feels like this full moon, first of all, is an opportunity for you to be honest, to really, you know, to be clear about what it is that you need to ask for help. Um, this may be a full moon that really illuminates a vulnerability for you where you really need something and you, and you have to open up about it and you have to ask. Um, this is a moon that is taking part uh, taking place in a part of your chart that can carry a lot of deep emotion and a lot of complex emotion and potentially a lot of fear. And so if stuff is coming up for you where it feels like you're really at the edge of something and it feels precarious, um, come into your heart, remember the connections that you have that are truly supportive for you and reach out for that support and take a risk, you know, take a risk to be open 
to be um, transparent, to be courageously clear in your communication as much as you possibly can. Then we get into Scorpio season and it's just going to continue because astrology does and so does your life. And so I'll be back uh, with you then and I'll leave it there for now. So if you want more astrology from me, please check out your year ahead report. The 2021 reports that I have are hour and a half long readings special for your sign where I go through the major opportunities, challenges, and themes for your year. And these themes will definitely continue into 2022. So you might want to check them out. Those readings are now discounted by 50% and you can find them at embodiedastrology.com. On my website, you can also find information about my extended content subscription. With that subscription, you get access to my month ahead calendars, to worksheets and tools to help you learn astrology and work with it through your body. You also get invitations to my twice a month subscriber only meetups. And these are workshop spaces where I offer creative, self-reflective, embodied experiences to learn astrology and community space where we get together and chat about it. And we would love to have you there. You can follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology for regular astro updates and musings. And if you find benefit in this work, please help sustain and support it. The number one way you can do that is by sharing it with your friends and networks, by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on your favorite listening platforms. And of course, your tips, your financial donations are always so appreciated and so helpful. I'm wishing you all the best in this Libra season and beyond. Bye for now.